Hello, welcome to the Global Conjecture Podcast. My name is Cristina Vidal. In this space, you will find news and political analysis to understand what is happening in the world and the dynamics of power from the theoretical and critical perspective where we can all participate and enrich ourselves with the contributions of our guests, listeners, and the dialogue between interlocutors. Uh, today we bring a very interesting topic that is Brexit. We want to get closer to the reasons that the British have to making have for making this decision in addition to answering other concerns that our listeners have asked to us. Um, some of them to know what effects does the separation of the United Kingdom from the U European Union and why has this alarmed the markets of Europe and what relationship does this decision have with migratory movements for those who, who are just reaching this space we want to invite you to stay a little longer to talk about the breaking point of neoliberal modern model uh, with the UK's exit from the EU, European Union. In addition to subscribing to accompany them in their day in with the content of the political situations. Uh, Some of this situation occurs with protectionists, tariffs, CAP that is related to common agricultural policy. It's one of the most important policies and one of the essential elements of the institutional systems of the European Union. These policies uh, manage the subsidies uh, that are granted to farmers and ranchers in the United um, European Union. Also, the community regulations are the main compelling reasons for the United Kingdom to decide to become independent from the European Union since it is not only considers that it is a violation of uh, sovereignty and their space. So the most of the union besides that there are too many laws that hinder their ability to do business and reduce their competitiveness. So One example is the size of kiwis. It's difficult to think about this, but it's real. And the policies in, in the Euro European Union are very strict. So they supervise these um, staffs when you are talking about com commerce yeah, and, and markets. So another example is the 
50 regulations that are included in, with sheets to trade. So how can this be possible? It's one of the things that British uh, ask themselves to, uh, every day. Uh, but how does this decision come about? Well, after David Cameron, Prime Minister of the UK Conserve Party, uh, resigned, Theresa May was elected by parliamentary vote to lead the negotiations with Brussels on the cause of the 2014 European Union budget that are held every six years uh, as the UK was still a member. So when she decided to walk away from the union uh, in, in 2016, yeah, this negotiation process took three years as May did not get support from the parliament. And as a result, she tried to ally her with the minority uh, party. It is here where the concept of soft Brexit and hard Brexit originates. The first maintains trade regulations. May's proposal is kind of this. Um, something similar to the Good Friday Agreement where we find a sub-border between Northern Ireland with the rest of Ireland. After 30 years of conflict and more than 3,000 deaths at the hands of two terrorist groups like IRA and Ulster Unionist that formed the that today we call Sinn Féin and Dup parties. So the, the latter are ultra-conservative. So they are lovers of the tea at 5 p.m. and hate equal marriage. So it's uh, definitely a, a conflict with the position of the conservatives in parliament. So after several months trying to reach agreement with Brussels and not getting it, a third vote for the agreement arrives and May, Theresa May finally resigns. So then Boris Johnson, who is a supporter of hard Brexit, rises and proposes to turn part of the Northern Ireland into a sound economic special or special zone economic to trade. So like being the new Gibraltar, this proposal that Brussels loved is a sign um, in, well, in London. It's, it's supposed to be received as a good news, but then Uh, Boris had some troubles with the parliament because uh, one of um, some of the members were part of the dupe party. So both Boris and May called general elections as a strategy to get the approval or the agreement with the yeah the approval for the agreement. So this is because Boris wants to get the 
the Tory disposed uh, disputes uh, to vote in favor of of his hard Brexit. So the new referendum will be the objective in this case. So that the UK is governed under the common rules uh, of the WTO. After this, the UK would have to assume several tariffs while FTA with other countries is achieved. Part of Boris's strategy is creation of supercharged report, that is ports or free trade islands, which are not technically within the territory of UK. So therefore, Uh, there are no tariffs to pay for incoming merchandise. Um, so there would be a processor, processors that um, work with the products incoming to finish them. And therefore, uh, the country would pay a lower tariff to uh, entry to the territory. This reminds us that enterprise zones with lax regulations and low cost to increase the presence of inter- entrepreneurs proposed by Margaret Thatcher at Aedes in Kennedy Wharf, a former poor neighborhood in the 70s. However, these free ports did not turn out so well, since 40% of the work carried out Uh, came from companies loca- relocated to UK. So um, in 2012, the low tax license ended since this um, modality was not profitable uh, considering the increases of infra- infrastructure cost. Another problem that Boris' proposal faces is the agreement for functioning of the European Union that allows this modality only for the poorest areas of Europe and boosts uh, industry. Recently, we find an article of this topic called After Brexit Consequence for the European Union by the authors Nazareth da Costa, Renato and Nuno. Um, those are professors at the University of Lisbon Law School, Portugal, focus on European Union law, economic and monetary union, financial and monetary regulations and supervision. International economic law, development studies, public finance, access to information and data protection. So these people work uh, with a paper that focused on impact of outward Brexit on the European Union in the context of international economic um, and political cooperation and integration progress process. Uh, sorry, that is uh, called globalization nowadays. According to the text, the spectrum of impact level will range from a less likely higher market access, low disruption, a high access and low disruption scenario accompanied with sensitive 
transitional period would be most beneficial option for the financial institution. However, in the UK, it loses the passporting rights at the end of the European Union negotiations. It might be inevitable uh, that some business will be. So, as a conclusion, um, UK wants to get away from trade wars, wars um, to grow he, uh, the, its economic and therefore it needs to create a trade policy designed to formalize alliance with new powers for economic growth. Another thing is to establish border control and create an Im immigration system Thus, perhaps it is possible to consider the UK to be a new Singapore. <laughs> so, uh, we invited our listeners to participate in the following questions so that they can leave us their opinions uh, on the banner of our social media. Until next time. So, the following questions are, we have shown the interest of the UK to create a commercial alliance with the rest of the world, without the control of the European Union. So, do you think the trading with other powers could offset Brexit? And another thing is, do you think it is possible to create a regulatory framework that does not drastically impact European trade? And if, if this case happens, do you think that the states uh, of the European Union will remain attached? to it after reduction in funds, finance and number of diplomats working on climate issues after Brexit? Let me know and we continue next time. Thank you for listening.